Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. It's Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. How's it going, eh? <clears throat> I'm Canadian now. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get you in and get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours or so-so foreign lands. 1-800-1877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. <laughs> A lot of people don't like that. 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's talk some sports. And um, whatever you want to get to, we'll get to. Yeah. We have uh, Rich Cohen standing by on the other side. He's written a lot of sports books. He has a new one called When the Game Was War. About 80s NBA. Cell Sport Talk will be by with Karen Lyle at 940, as she is every Tuesday. Uh... At 10.12, editor Catherine Williams for Nat Geo's Weird But True book for 2024. Huge coffee table book. Very fun. A million pictures. At 10 funny, at 10 funny, it will be funny, Freudian slip. 10.40, co-directors Michael Easterling and his wife, Jala Ruffman. They have a film called Deltopia, which apparently the people of Isla Vista hated filming <laughs> because they had to recreate student riots. And uh, J.D. Sharp will join us from Pro Wagering in the third hour. And then Bill Bellamy, born in 65 when all the cool people were. He'll be back with us at 1140. He's at Cap City, Austin. Your number to participate is 1-800. What number did I get? You got 1-800-878-PLAY is what you got. 1-800-878-7529. Also around the world, a big shout out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. All that good stuff. And uh, also, uh, as always, you can tweet at me or X at me, whatever. It's so stupid to change the name to something that can't be pronounced. At Rick Tittle and Tittleating Sports with Rick Tittle on the Facebook fan page. Come on back. 
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539 800-433-0539 800-433-0539 That's 800-433-0539 Paid for by Fix My Student Loans Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle Rick Tittle is a genius The best show ever He's so wonderful Genius The best show ever He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show New York Times bestselling author Rich Cohen. He has a new book called When the Game Was War. It's hardcover from Random House, and uh, this tells the incredible story of a season through four teams and the players who dominated it. 
Bird with the Celtics, Magic with the Lakers, Isaiah with the Bad Boys, and uh, MJ who just made his way to the Chicago Bulls. Rich, welcome to the show. This is, of course, um, these are people we know, stories we know, but you had a new bent on it. What what was the research that you did to say, I, I got a new book on all this? Well, I felt that, uh, first of all, I just felt like that was the greatest season in NBA history for the basic reason that it had the most future Hall of Famers playing. And, se- and second of all, it had these four dynasties in mutual contention, all with different states of rise and fall. And the way I pitched it was as sort of Game of Thrones on the hardcore. And I think that a lot of sports highlights, as great as they are, have kind of ruined the game because you miss the narrative. So if you go back and watch Michael Jordan hit his winning basket in the NCAA championship with the University of North Carolina, it just looks like a regular jump shot. Mm-hmm. You have to watch the whole game to have the catharsis. And I told it as not just four teams and these four stars, but just four games plus the postseason uh, and the finals. And I tried to, uh, you know, recapture what that was like for me as a kid. I think I was 18 that year. And it's what made me really an NBA fan. Before that, I'd been more of a college basketball fan. Yeah, we're talking about the 87-88 season, which was my senior year in college. And I think about some of those great teams. What we keep hearing about now, especially when I was working at the Warriors flagship station and and they had a chance to get the all-time record of 73 wins, which they did, and everyone was like, well, you know, what would happen if they had played the 95 Bulls? Or what would happen if you went into the pain and Mahorn and Lame Beer would give you an elbow in the face? And so when we think about hand-checking and these these different eras of, of basketball, what do you think are one of the more distinct areas of basketball at that time and nowadays? Well, I think it's true that it was a much more physical game. My father had been a basketball coach and grew up and played in Brooklyn. So I always, the, the, the thing was always why I liked the Pistons was always like, you can take the easy layup, but you're going to get punished for it. Mm-hmm. In the case of my life, it meant you were going to get slammed against the garage and end up crumpled on the driveway. You know, so <laughs> um, the Pistons definitely had that. And that was removed, not just, if you think about it, because I also wrote a book about, you know, football, 85 Bears and and the Cubs, that all the games are now more offensive-oriented and they've become less physical, which is maybe just what fans want. So basically the Chicago Bears in 85, almost everything they did would now be considered a penalty. And they took the hard slide out of baseball and the, and the collision at home plate. And in basketball, they basically, teams like the Pistons, who figured out how to shut down superior offensive teams by being incredibly physical, they just sort of outlawed that style of play. But I always kind of loved that style of play because there was this kind of – the team had to be tough and they had to have perseverance. And ultimately the playoffs became like a war of attrition. Like who was going to be able to put up more, suffer more, and still come through and win? And as a Bulls fan, it was just a great satisfaction watching Michael Jordan slowly figure out how to deal with the physicality of the Pistons and it made the whole thing like a quest. It took years for him to figure it out. And um, with the, uh, there was a great quote I loved by Dennis Rodman where he said, we could sort of beat the crap out of you and beat you ugly, or we could you know, dazzle you and score tons of points because the, the, the Pistons were a great offensive team. And it was sort of like these teams that were completely well-rounded and were very physical teams 
and I just don't think you see their like anymore where the it was so tight those games and so intense and that's kind of a little bit what I miss in all sports. Talking about those Pistons over the years, I remember I talked to Bill Ambeer and I, I whenever anybody scored he would like get the ball before he would inbound it, and he would kind of like squeeze it for a second. Like I, <laughs> I, I can't believe that guy just scored. I'm like, what are you doing? They're going to score 50 baskets today, and it's like they took it personally. And then I remember a Donald Foyle telling me that when Rodman would guard him, he'd put his knee up his butt crack, he would grab his junk, and he said, and, and he said I was so distracted and so full of hate for Rodman that he was getting every rebound. It's just like the psychological and physical warfare they had on people. Yeah, and I think that the three-point shot, and I almost think it's one of those things where the numbers guys came in and figured out you'd be better off taking almost only three-point shots. Uh, and it took many years because the first three-point shot was taken in the NBA in Larry Bird's first game. And it took about 15 years from to figure out that you could just win with the three-point shot, basically. And the unintended consequence was you, go, you look at the NBA and the area in the paint looks like a city that's been empty to people. Everybody's gone. And, you know, when, when I'm like the same age as you, so much of the game was played under the basket. And it was like a game within a game that the referees often couldn't even see what was going on in there. And one of the things that amazed me about that year is I remember before the Lakers played the Celtics, I think in game seven or one of those late games in the, in the finals, Pat Riley put together a montage of all the dirty little shots that the Pistons were taking against the Celtics that, you know, were never called for fouls and that happened away from the referees and away from most of the cameras. And it was the kind of things you're talking about. It was, you know, Lambeer hitting someone in the kidneys or Mahorn kneeing someone in the back. And it just made them, you know, furious and was, I think, directly responsible for the Lakers' win. I want to ask you about Danny Ainge because this is a guy who, you know, coming out of BYU, supposed to be squeaky clean, you know, he's playing for the Blue Jays, and Auerbach has to buy out his contract, and he just was sort of a, an easy guy to hate, and Sedell three, you know, knocked him out, and, and yet this was a scrappy SOB who's made a career uh, in the game as an executive as well. How did Ainge hit you? Well, as a fan, as a kid, I hated him. <laughs> you know, I, I used to think he was like the most punchable player in the league. <laughs> he just was always under everybody's skin. He always had this kind of sneer on his face and I just hated him and um I he helped me with this book and I interviewed him and of course if he had been a bull I would have loved him Mm -hmm. you know that's the thing like Lambeer you hate him if he's on the Pistons you love him on your team and I think that there was a great quote by Casey Jones I think a coach of the Celtics who said uh Danny Ainge looks like he's six feet tall out there but he's six six but for some reason, he looks six feet, but he actually is six six. And I don't think people realize just what an incredible athlete he was. The fact is that for a while, he was, you mentioned he played for the Blue Jays. He was the youngest player to ever to hit a home run for the Blue Jays for a while. It was later broken. And I think he was like, you know, all state in four sports growing up. And basketball wasn't even supposed to be his sport. Um, baseball was. And Red Arrowback always kept his eye on him and saw him play at BYU and saw what he did in the NCAA tournament. So I think that, in a weird way, even though he's not considered one of the greatest players on those Celtics, although he was great, um, he's the key to the whole thing because he shows you the, the getting him, buying out his contract, and realizing the role he would play, which would be kind of the menace and the lightning rod that a lot of people would focus on with that team. 
was Arrowback's genius, which is he sort of saw many moves ahead and saw not just what Ainge was, but what he would be in that team. You know, it's funny, as a lifelong Warrior fan, people say, you know, you, you love Draymond unless he's on your team, and he's on my team, and I still kind of don't like him. But anyway. <laughs> well, to me, the great example of that was, I was talking to anybody yesterday, was as growing up as a Bulls fan, everybody hated Rodman and Sally. They were the two most hated guys. And a couple of years later, they were both on the Bulls, and everybody <laughs> loved them. Yeah, we've so now people still kind of hate Isaiah because he, but if he, but they even though he grew up in Chicago, but no Chicago person hates Rodman anymore because he redeemed himself by being a jerk for us instead of against us. The worst I know we got to run, but the worst I ever got that wrong as an A's fan when they hired Tony Larusa, who came over from the White Sox. I'm like, that is the worst decision they could have ever made. <laughs> that guy is a complete idiot. I was in high school and I was kind of wrong about that one. Let's talk about what's right. That's a segue to buy this book, The NBA's Greatest Season, When the Game Was War, by New York Times bestselling author, our guest, Rich Cohen, available from Random House. Rich, thanks for coming on. Let's, uh, let's talk sports again soon. Yeah, really fun talking. Thank you. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. I'm bye Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. 
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. Coming up in the next segment, we'll have SalesportsTalk.com. It'll be with Patty Mangan, who is also from that organization and has been on many times. Uh, We have to keep our eye, and we will, on the NFL's final cutdowns because the 1 p.m. Pacific deadline is today. And, of course, the season is going to be uh, kicking off Thursday the 7th. And there's still a lot of work to get done for all 32 teams. And <clears throat> it used to be more incremental cuts. And now we have this, so these big days where, like, 20 guys are cut. And the other thing is, too, that I think is kind of lame is that you're told you made the team – and you're like, woohoo! hey, mom, dad, I made the team. I can't believe it. That's so great. And then you get a call going, actually, Kansas City cut this linebacker we had our eye on. And there's a guy from Buffalo they cut, and then the Vikings cut a guy. And it's <laughs> So, uh, well, we can offer you a practice squad spot. I thought you said I made the team. Well, you did for about 12 minutes. And then, um, yeah, the Panthers cut a guy that we think is a little bit faster than you. So it's very, uh, I mean, over the years watching Hard Knocks, you know, that Grim Reaper guy, he'll tell you uh, coach wants to see you. And sometimes it's bring your playbook, turn it in. And I remember there was one, I think it was the the Chiefs, and you saw that special teams coach who was just, I, I don't think I ever hated a coach that I didn't play for more than that special teams coach for Kansas City. He was an old man, like in his late 60s, and he just was full of piss and vinegar at all times, and he just was disgusting. I just thought he was just horrifying. But that Kansas City one, they were at this place called Georgetown College, not university. It was in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> I remember Tony Gonzalez and the vets got the – first floor in the dorms and then if you depending on if you were a rookie then you had to climb up all the stairs (laughs) but when they cut you they cut you 
at like 5 a.m. And so they had this Grim Reaper guy walking around. And whenever you saw him, you're like, oh, I'm going to turn my back. <laughs> like, that's going to help. He won't see me and I won't get cut. But they, that guy would walk around. They'd open the door. The guy's sound asleep. And they would put like the flashlight in his eyes. He's like, huh? Yeah, get your playbook. Coach wants to see you. I'm like, what? Yeah, you're getting cut. Go to the airport. We got your flight. Like, ugh. <clears throat> I told this story a long time ago on the air, but when I was in camp at college, uh, I did play um, football. I was D2, so it's not like, um, you know, I was playing for Alabama or Georgia, but <clears throat> not even Cal, but the playbook was this huge, like a New York City, New York City phone book, and it was way too complicated than it needed to be, but, you know, it's just these guys trying to justify their jobs. But in the summer, you'd show up for triple days. And in high school, it was more like Urban Meyer where we had to beat each other up. In college, it was more PT where they ran you so much that you wanted to quit. And I remember my first day of triple days one day, one year, was at De La Salle Hall. Now, we were there in the dorms, and this was, you know, three weeks before school started. So there was no one on campus but the football team and... I think Lynn Nance had the basketball team running around barfing and maybe a girls volleyball team, but it was just athletes. And this guy, <laughs> I won't say his name because it's embarrassing, but he was a freshman and they put him in my room. We were going to be roommates. Uh, my favorite roommate in camp was a guy named Love Daddy. He was a black guy with a black um, mohawk afro. It was awesome. Yes, uh, his name was something else, but he went by Love Daddy. And he was older than me, and he showed me the ropes. It was a good guy. But anyway, so now I'm an older guy, and the freshman comes in. <clears throat> and the father's like, I went to St. Mary's, too. Uh, he's a legacy. Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. You know, he goes, I, my room was three doors down from here. Oh, no way. That's so great. Yeah, we're all so excited that he's playing football, and it's just so amazing. I'm like, oh, that's great. You're a legacy. We went out, and we were doing gassers. And every time, that's sideline to sideline, and if one guy's late, everybody had to start over again. And you just saw people literally run one and run off the field and keep going. I'm like, "What's it? where's that guy going? Like, he quit. I'm like, he did. And the guy who I just met, who was going to be my roommate, he, like, wiped out into some bushes, and he just laid in the bushes. I'm like, are you all right? And he goes, I quit, I quit, I quit. I go, okay. I just met your dad, like, three hours ago. This is it. So then I was in camp <laughs> with my own room. <laughs> Brutal. All right. <clears throat> anyway, um, old man stories here. So I have my playbook and my uh, girlfriend went to Cal. And so she, um, I think she was moving into her sorority, whatever. And I said, I do get a lunch break <clears throat> of about 45 minutes I said, if you want to come out to Moraga and pick me up. And so she did. And then we went into, like, into Reem or whatever and went to Nations, what have you. But I wanted to show her the playbook just to say, look at all this crap. This is just, it's like, you know, it, to me it would be like, you know, Chinese characters in Mandarin, which I wouldn't be able to decipher because I'm not educated on that. <clears throat> she dropped me off and then I realized I left my playbook in her car. Now, there's no cell phones during these days. I know. It was the Pleistocene era, and um, Delaware had just declared statehood. 
And so I left a message with her roommate, turn around in Berkeley and drive straight back. And bless her heart, she got the message, turned around. And I had no way of getting a call at camp. I called from a payphone, and she drove it out like 100 miles per hour and got it back to me. Luckily, at that team meeting, I didn't have to bring my playbook. But I just remember if I showed up and they'd say, where's your playbook? And I said, it's in my girlfriend's car, and she's driving back to Cal. I would have been kicked off the team immediately. Just as a um, just as a rule, right? And so right now, um, these guys who are going through this, getting cut right now, it does suck. But these practice squads now are enormous. I think they're 15. They used to call it the taxi squad. And I don't know when they changed that. I don't know, maybe about 10, 15 years ago. But the taxi squad, you could have three guys. <clears throat> and you would sort of bring them on the plane unless somebody got hurt, and then you would activate them. But on the other hand, anybody could sign one of your taxi squad players whenever they wanted. It's just like, well, they're not playing for you, so they don't really belong to you, do they? But they weren't going to help you because the, all they did was go to practice every day. They knew the system they're playing under. That's why you don't see a lot of midseason trades in the NFL because it's not like getting a new shortstop. Because wherever you go in the world, shortstop is the same. It's not even basketball where it's like, okay, so how do you guys pick and roll? And you can learn that in a day. Football's the completely, you can have a completely different language. And I'll never forget one year when I was coaching, this new guy came in and he said, we're going to put odd numbers on the right side and even on the left. And I'm like, I can't do it. And he goes, well, that's the system we're running. So I'm like, so a 32 now is going to be the tailback over left guard? And then he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh. And then you'd have passing trees that wouldn't flip and some that would. So your passing tree, if you were going to run a six, that was an inside hook. But on the, on the right, but on the outside, it's an outside hook because it looks the same on the tree no matter what. It's like, no, a six is an inside hook. So you'd have the inverted passing tree. These are all things that instinctually you'll run and then you'll be like, wait, what happened? And then just terminology, scrape, fill, hammer, pirate, buck, <laughs> nickel, dime, stunt. Like, well, I know what a stunt is. That's not what we call it. Oh, it's a shuttle pass. No, it's a shuffle pass. What is it? Shuttle or shuffle? And that's why you don't see a lot of these midseason trades. So that's why you can have the now that you have these practice squads. I say I think there are fifteen people. I really do. It's it's, and it's great for those guys. And what does it hurt if you're gonna like you know bring an extra guy, <laughs> or or eight, on the plane to an away game? Uh, I guess. But we'll keep our eye on it. Like I just saw that Andy Isabella got cut. He's looking for a new home. The Buffalo Bills cut him. Remember, John Gruden was over the moon for Andy Isabella. Um, the uh, Bills have, uh, sorry, the Bengals have uh, cut uh, Trent Taylor, uh, who never impressed me, I got to say. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on some of this stuff. But uh, coming up next, we'll speak with the people the person, Patty Mangan, with salesporttalk.com. Come on back.
This Music and Sports.net Spotlight is brought to you by Piano Finders, member of the National Association of Music Merchants. Karen Lyle with you again, and we're going to hear from Barry Zito, three-time All-Star, great player, two-time World Series champion, Cy Young Award winner, who pitched 15 seasons from the Oakland A's and San Francisco Giants. In preparation for his life after baseball, Barry dove into the national music scene and now has an album titled No Secrets. I guess my heart, it lied to me. It told me, yeah, that I could be the one to just move on. Tell me why these feelings are so strong enough to wreck Barry came from a musical family. His dad was an arranger, conductor, and band leader for Nat King Cole. My father would write out the parts for each person in the band. Um, one of the best stories, I think, for Nat, though, was there's a famous song called Nature Boy, which is, you know, uh, it's a jazz standard now, and it's been cut by many people, and my father and Nat were hanging out. I believe they were on the road, and somebody came up to Nat and said, hey, Nat, there's a this kind of strange-looking man who has this song that he wants to play for you, and, you know, Nat was a really great guy, and Nat said, you know, all right, well, let's see what he's got, and it was the guy who wrote Nature Boy, who I believe was homeless at the time, and he came in and played it on piano and sang it. And my father and Nat and a couple other people were around the piano. And um, Nat loved it so much that he cut it. And that song, you know, from that day forward has gone on to be a, a huge song. Barry took his guitar with him when he was on the road. For me, music was always an escape. Um, it was something that I would do to clear my head. I would just be home playing acoustic guitar. I started playing when I was 21. And I knew I was going to be in hotels and things like that playing baseball and um so, yeah, so for me, it was come home, play, play at night, you know, play on the road, bring the guitar, do those types of things. And, you know, it took many years to become proficient enough to actually start playing other people's music and things I could hear on the radio. But um, no matter what skill level I was at, it always created this catharsis for me. Music and sports are connected for Barry. There's a lot of similarities between pitching and music. I mean, you have to get your self-consciousness completely out of there uh, and stay in what you're doing. And uh, when you're performing on stage, I mean, it's it's about giving. It's not about receiving something from someone. And, uh, you know, that for me is, it's a challenge every time I do it, but that's why I love it. And, you know, telling a story uh, set to melody is probably the coolest thing you can do when you can touch someone's heart and make somebody feel like they can relate to a story that you wrote uh, about yourself and or your life. You know, things are universal in that. Thanks so much, Barry. This is Karen Lyle with you here on musicandsports.net Spotlight. Special thanks to our sponsor, Piano Finders, a NAM member bringing these stories to music and sports fans globally on Sports Byline USA. All right, thank you for that, and uh, you get a little Christopher Cross there, and that means it's 9.40 on a Tuesday, and uh, this is when we check in with our friends over at salesporttalk.com. Patty Mangan, who's been on the show many times uh, in person on the phone, and Patty and I were together over at SailGP a couple months ago here in San Francisco. She joins us on the line right now, and, and Patty, I know you are a member also of the South Beach uh, yacht club and that's the one that is adjacent to oracle park where the uh, the giants play it's kind of a little happy marriage there isn't it it is it is it's something that um you know when the park was being developed they decided to um redevelop the entire waterfront there 
and the Yacht Club had been in a double wide on Pier 40 since 1988. Um, and it was a great little location, and, you know, everybody pitched in, and it, it, that's uh, there are many yacht clubs that are essentially double wide. But um, when they decided to develop a new building for the Harbor Master, also in a double wide at the time, um, we got to uh, be you know, go for that tenancy and uh, set up. And um, actually, our members completely designed um, and built out the club, which I don't think you've been to yet, Rick. I've walked by it a million times, but they won't let me in because I'm from Richmond. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, too, I, I think that uh, just taking a step back when the Giants, of course, paid for that park with their own money. It still had to go to a vote. It still barely passed. And people just yeah. thought, wow, they're going to ruin everything. And if, you know, I remember the old, if you want to cross the lefty old dual bridge, it was not good. And that whole area there was pretty lame. And, and you just look at it now since the park opened in 2000, what it's done and what has it done for your, for your yacht club now? Cause it looks like every mooring or dock is, is full. Well, the marina itself, yeah, it's been full for a long time, and it's about 700 splits, and um, it's, uh, I should say harbor, it's called harbor, but uh, it, it, the life of the ballpark is kind of like breathing, it's kind of like being in a relationship with somebody, that um, uh, when they're excited, uh, you're excited or you're annoyed, <laughs> and with when when they're slumbering, you too slumber. So in between the seasons, you know, uh, and in the special events and so on, we adjust to that, right? So our our harbor, our parking lot, right next to the we're under the glove, um, mm-hmm. is is a reflection of what's going on in terms of if it's a game weekend, we all assess what how and what we're going to do in terms of getting to the harbor to be able to get to your boat, right, and, and but getting through all the traffic and uh, maybe adjusting because of what time you're going to come and what time you're going to leave. But inside the club, we're adjusting to the energy of our members who are giant fans who are coming in and having a drink before they go or they're coming after the game and having a drink and a bite to eat before they go home. And um, so we are constantly adjusting to that. One of, the, one of the, the bigger events back in 2018 when I got wind of uh, the um, International Rugby World Cup coming to to the ballpark, coming to the USA for the first time, but coming to to, to Oracle, um, I was like, hmm, that is an opportunity. And uh, so I ended up reaching out to the IRSU and saying, when you're in town, we're extending an invitation for you to be our guest for the three days that that was happening. And that turned out to be amazing because we, you know, cross from, um, across from the ballpark, the family members of all the players were able to come together and enjoy in between these 20 minutes, you know, competitions. They were able to have a place, a base other than the stands to um, collectively talk about their sons and daughters and to to talk about the competition, but to get to know each other. Um, though they were all Irish, they didn't always see each other at these events. This was a way for them to all get together, and they loved it, and we loved it. And the, 
we ran out of beer, we ran out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, when they, after the first uh, competition, one of the bunch of fathers came running ahead of everybody and they were like, you know, we need to get, we need pitchers of beer. I'm like, okay. And they said, how much is it? And I, and I, and I happened to be standing there at the time and um, I, I leaned over and I said, it's 14. And then, then they go, 40? And I said, no, 14. And then they go, was that 40? And I said, one four, $14. And they're like, oh, get him on, four. four. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so the, just as an aside, you mentioned the glove. And um, yeah. that uh, Jack Bear, who I've known since 94, when they, the McGowan group came in, it actually was modeled after his, his dad's glove. And so he brought it in. And they did the original miniature version of it in bronze to say this is what it would look like. And then they built it, and he actually gave me the bronze version, which sits on my mantle. And I'm not a Giants fan, so is there is that a crime? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could put it on tour, much like other art exhibits. I could, or pretend like it's my high. And by the way, I'll throw this in, and uh, I hope you don't. I hope they're not friends of yours. But that Frankie's Java House, some of the most pretentious, worst bartenders in San Francisco. So avoid that place. Uh, you know, I've been there once, um, and that was for an iced tea. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't recommend. Um, so tell me. About, by the way, we're speaking with Patty Mangan from SalesportTalk.com as I'm trashing San Francisco establishments. Tell us about the <laughs> Jazz Cup. So this weekend is our annual Jazz Cup. I think it's the 35th edition. So this is a downwind race. So between off of Treasure Island, we start. We'll have 13 divisions that will start. In other words, there are 13 different classes of boats that will start on the, on the uh, start line and then Every five minutes, another division will start. And they'll all head to Benicia. That's a uh, 17 or 19-mile 17 mile, 17 mile, uh, race to the finish line down uh, just past the Benicia Yacht Club. And there will be anywhere from 80 to 100 boats involved. Um, and that's where you get the divisions. Uh, you know, you've got the spinnaker boats and the non-spinnaker boats and the sport boats. And and, um, and so it's a big, long race. Now, depending on the current, um, if it's a flood, in other words, all the, uh, the water is coming in from the Golden Gate and flooding the bay, um, that will push them along. If it's an ebb, it'll hold them back at points. So along the way, depending on the wind and the current, um, they could have all kinds of uh, uh, advantages and and major obstacles to get to that finish line. I've done this for 10 years, and there's been a couple of them where nobody got across the finish line due to the current and wind. Really? um, Wow. Yeah, 100 boats struggling struggling to get there. To um, get to Benicia? To Benicia, yeah. It's that hard. It's like the Cape of Good Horn, huh? Well, if, if the current's against you, if the wind's against you, wow. um, and, you know, the bay has got a lot of microclimates, you know, different places like south of the bridge is a very different area to compete in. Um, and uh, But it's also the last big kind of communal race amongst all the yacht clubs and boaters um, of the summer, kind of as a, 
somewhat of a last gasp on the racing for the summer. Mm-hmm. And then we go, then those who go into the Rolex big boat over, held over at St. Francis Yacht Club, that'll be mid-September. And then the Red Bra Regatta will be on all women, the largest all women um, race uh, held off of a South Beach Yacht Club. Yeah. So that's at the, the 23rd. But the Jazz Cup brings out a lot of um, competitors, people who have been competing um, against each other for nearly 30 years. I'm just looking at southbeachyachtclub.org. An annual individual member with voting privileges per year, $765.84. They had to throw in the 84 cents, huh? <laughs> well, it's a, we... We agreed, uh, we voted as a group uh, a couple years back that we were, the increases would be based on, um, what's that annual PPI? And so that, uh, that is based on the consumer price index and therefore it's just kind of built in every year. And so it might go up a dollar six, it might go up three dollars. Um, it depends on the economy. And then that way there wasn't this constant, do we raise the dues, you know, to adjust to the cost of inflation? Blah, blah, blah. It is a $100 application fee, and if you don't get accepted, you keep the $100. So do you just want to make sure these guys aren't like, you know, meth dealers before you let them in? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure have the money. But, um, no, I'm talking, it's, it's, it's really about all of our members are boaters. And um, it, the location is quite desirable. And a lot of people who might come through as guests would be like, oh, I'd like to be a part of this. But if you're not a voter, it's not a fit. Uh, it's a volunteer-run club. Only uh, one paid uh, club manager and everything else. Bartending. I'm a bartender. I'm the membership officer by chance. I can't believe you're doing <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Hey, can, are you allowed to sleep on your boat in the slip? Yes. Okay. So they don't. Because I'm sure a lot of people live on their boat, right? No. 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 Uh, there's kind of a uh, Bay Area-wide uh, rule from, the, I think, the BCDC in that uh, only a, a percentage of each harbor can have liveaboards. Um, and they're very strict about them. And uh, they're very controlled. Uh, I would say that... Uh, they're, they're, but I'm, refer- I'm, I'm aware that Brisbane has... Um, more or something along those lines but uh no living aboard is not a is not a guarantee and hard to come by all right last question for you we just have a couple minutes what's it like going to the gotham club at the giants um well i joined back when did i when did it start around 2013 i joined um and it's really fun it's a great little kind of it's it's a bar within the club and uh, within the uh, stadium and um, you just kind of meet your friends there, have a couple of drinks, maybe have dinner in the restaurant, and then um, and then go to your seats and enjoy the game. And then you come back and uh, have a post-game drink. Um, the uh, club stays open one hour after the last out, and um, and so it's just a way to kind of start and end your your experience. Um, and then. Uh, Upstairs, there's a secondary club that has a bowling alley, which my niece um, loves and has come to many, many times. So it's a great experience. Um, it's um, 
It's a family. Very great. Patty Mangan, salesporttalk.com. Check it out. All the interesting articles and intrigue therein. Patty, thanks for your time, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. I'll see you, Rick. All right. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I I never wanted to start using I I knew the drill but I was out of options I I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. 
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right, uh, closing out hour number one of three. It's so weird in college sports, these self-imposed penalties like Arizona State announced that they're not going to go to a bowl game this year. They're punishing themselves. Because what happened during the Herm Edwards era, he's gone now, right? But Michigan offensive coordinator Sharon Moore will miss week one versus East Carolina. They're suspending him, the university is, for that single game. And, of course, Habar is going to miss the first three games for a level one violation, lying about level two, even though he said he didn't do it. They're still going to leave. And so Moore will be the acting head coach in week three, but all in all, four assistants are going to lead during, this is the number two team in the nation right now, preseason. So you got Jay Harbaugh, his son. He'll be the acting coach the first half against UNLV. Then the running back coach, Mike Hart, will take over at halftime. Why would you do that? Jim Harbaugh said, I've heard people comment it's a slap on the wrist. It's more like a baseball bat to the kneecaps. Why would you have a guy do your son do the first half and then the other guy do the second half? I I, I don't know. This is all because uh, during the dead period during COVID nineteen, Harbaugh is believed to have contacted two prospects when you were not allowed to contact them, which is a level two violation. And then apparently he lied about it, which is a level one. As I said, he's adamant that he did not mislead investigators, but. It's just more of these self-imposed slaps on the wrist. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break. Come on back on Byland. News. I'm Corey Myers. Idalia has now reached hurricane status. The National Hurricane Center says the Category 1 storm is packing maximum sustained winds of 75 miles per hour as it makes its way toward Florida. Forecasters expect Idalia to continue gaining strength, intensifying into an extremely dangerous major hurricane before it makes landfall tomorrow. Former President Trump will be arraigned in his Georgia election interference case next week. The Obama-appointed judge Monday scheduled the trial to start March 4th, 2024, the day before Super Tuesday. Trump's facing three other criminal cases. One of them, the New York State case involving his alleged hush money payments to a porn actress, is also scheduled to start in March. 
I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden is said to be focused on issues impacting Americans, even as House Republicans plot an impeachment inquiry for him. Speaking in a White House press briefing, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Biden is working on addressing the Jacksonville shooting over the weekend and the hurricane potentially about to hit Florida, as well as the Maui wildfires and education post-COVID. That's going to be his focus instead of, you know, more baseless political stunts. Most of the earth experiencing the effects of climate change this summer. That's according to Marshall Shepard, the director of atmospheric sciences for the University of Georgia. He tells the Augusta Chronicle that at least 81 percent of the world's population was exposed to at least one day of heat made at least three times more intense because of climate change. Shepard says this puts more people at risk for heat related illnesses or even death as many populations aren't equipped to deal with such high temperatures. This is USA News. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. Client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Elton John recovering after a fall at his home in France. Representatives for the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer say he was taken to the hospital as a precautionary measure, but was discharged yesterday and is back home. The 76-year-old was treated for minor injuries. The University of Southern California providing a positive update on the son of Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James. Trojans head coach Andy Enfield said yesterday that Bronny James is doing well and attending classes after suffering cardiac arrest during a workout last month. The 18-year-old James is expected to make a full recovery. Ask Alexa or Siri about the weather. But if you want to save someone's life, call 911 for that. A study released on Monday reveals that voice assistants frequently struggle when asked about CPR procedures. The research involved posing eight questions to the assistants simulating the questions a bystander might make during a cardiac arrest crisis. Most of the responses were, hmm, I don't know that one, or sorry, I don't understand. Surprisingly, out of the 32 responses, only nine recommended calling 911. Some voice assistants directed users to online resources explaining CPR techniques, but only 12% of the 32 responses provided clear verbal instructions. I'm John Schaefer. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network 
at all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't know if you saw a couple days ago that uh, Steven Strasburg announced that um, he's uh, going to retire at the end of the season. And, of course, he hasn't pitched in over a year. He's 35. It's funny. It seems like yesterday he was the number one overall pick out of San Diego State of all places. But only five starts in 2021. Only two starts in 2020. But... I mean, he did win a World Series in 2019, that crazy World Series where no home team won a game in seven games against the Astros. But following that World Series, he had carpal tunnel neuritis in his pitching hand. He had shoulder inflammation and a strained neck. Then he had thoracic outlet syndrome. And then he had a stress reaction in his rib cage. And then the thoracic outlet syndrome popped back up. And now they say he has severe nerve damage. So this will end a 13-year career. A one-team guy. And he debuted like a rock star. Remember when he came in and he was a three-time All-Star. He... Never got a sigh, but he did lead the league in strikeouts one year and wins one year and innings that same year, 2019. But the most important thing, and when you get a number one overall pick, can you win us a World Series? The answer is yes. And he was the MVP, 2-0 with a 2-5-1 in the World Series. And you think about the great Washington Nationals since they came up from the Expos. Think about Ryan Zimmerman, what he has done, but... He made about $250 million in his career. He was set to make $35 million each of the next three seasons, but he just can't pitch anymore. But as I said, um, he pitched over 10 years. He had all-star games. He was a World Series MVP. Um, 
a lot of players, you'd say his whole career he was banged up. He kind of was, but he also paid tremendous dividends. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's home ownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure to welcome to the show editor Catherine Williams. She's here to talk about 
an amazing book from Nat Geo Kids. I have it in my hands here, holding it up to the twitch.tv cameras. It is a big old hardcover coffee table book. It's called Weird But True World 2024. Incredible facts, awesome photos, and weird wonders for this year and beyond. Catherine, welcome to the show. And I think it's it's sometimes the, the challenge, not just to make such an entertaining book with millions, not millions, but lots of great pictures, but to do a new one every year. What What is that challenge like when you raise that high bar for yourself? Well, we have, um, <laughs> we have to always be uh, finding new things, new weird things throughout the year, basically, to, to fill out, you know, a new book. Um, and I'm actually working on a third book right now. So this is the second annual We're But True World, and I'm working on the third one. So basically, my inbox is full of people sending me um, weird news bits, weird things from all around the internet, anything they see, people will just forward it to me, and I'm keeping a running list. But my eyes are always open, <laughs> and I'm always trying to find new weird stuff. What would be, and I'm sure you get asked this a lot, but something that you researched and you thought, no, nah, that can't be true. That's just, that's way too weird. <laughs> well, there is um, this, so in this book particularly, there's this bird, and we have a photo of it where it looks like the bird has a dozen feet. Um, and I know there's like a lot of AI images out there right now. And particularly they have like strange hands and strange feet in these photos. And I thought this bird was not real, um, because of all of the feet it has. So I had to go dig into it. And it turns out that this is a type of bird called a jacana and the fathers of the species keep all of their babies, um, underneath their wings. And so their feet stick out. So the bird looks like it has about a dozen feet, but it actually has, um, all of its babies under its wing, and the photos looked totally fake, but they're real. Was there anything that you like? You were doing the cow chip throw up in, in Prairie du Sac in in Wisconsin, things like that, where people are kind of like, "This isn't weird. This is normal. Don't put me in a weird book." <laughs> That's always the risk, honestly. Um, and actually, so I work with a group of writers um, on this, and sometimes they'll send me something from, I grew up outside of New Orleans, they'll send me something from from Louisiana, and I'm like, that's not that weird, and everyone will disagree with me that it is, so that's definitely a possibility. Um, we try to um, walk that line where it's something that the people from the area would probably also say it's weird, but it's always possible that if you, if you grew up around something, uh, it might be weird to everyone else but you. What would be maybe something that um, you you think about the just the most gross thing. Like I'm I'm not really into spiders and things, but what what is what was maybe the most disgusting thing? Disgusting thing. Hmm. So we do have we have a feature on weird restrooms around the world, <laughs> but I think my favorite gross thing is um, so there's a uh, marine iguana from the Galapagos, and the marine iguana swims in the ocean. Um, and it consumes a lot of salt, which it doesn't need. So it needs to get rid of all the salt in its body. And it does that by um, sneezing the salt out. But sometimes it will sneeze on itself. And so it has like a hardened um, salty snot crust on the top of its head from sneezing salt water onto itself. Salty snot crust is the name of my podcast. That's so weird that you would say that. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> I also was looking at 
some, uh, as you called it, bizarre body parts and, and different things around the world that are sort of massive. And I saw the, the Golden Bridge in Vietnam where a hand is holding up the bridge. I mean, uh, I just I just wonder how these things escape us. Like, well, how come I don't already know about that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have the same feeling all the time when I see some of these things that I'm like, it's a very large hand. Um, <laughs> and um, it's new to me, too. Um, and a lot of these things, like the bizarre body parts um, spread is all about kind of human-made things that are shaped like um, pieces of the human body. So like a, a, a giant building that's shaped like a, a shoe. Um, and we have so many weird things that humans have built around the world that I, you know, I didn't know about. Um, there's hotels made completely out of ice. Um, there's a house shaped like a pineapple in Africa, just like SpongeBob. Um, all of these things are out in the world and available for seeing, but they're, um, yeah, they're new to me as well. The world's a big place. I remember hearing that, uh, you know, Lindbergh, when he flew across the Atlantic, he just took a, a sack lunch with him. Like that was his supplies in the spirit of St. Louis. And then I did not know that NASA astronaut John Young, he took a corned beef sandwich <laughs> into space. <laughs> and that was that was against the rules. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have some fun, um, some fun parts of our space chapter. So we go through every continent, and then we have a chapter on the ocean and space at the end. Um, and one of them is unlikely items that ended up in space, and one of them is a corned beef sandwich. Um, and so typically space food is like all comes in a tube and, um, even like the salt and pepper are liquid because they don't want crumbs and things to float around in the space station, um, cause there's no gravity. Um, so he, uh, this astronaut smuggled a corned beef sandwich into space, which is, um, definitely not allowed. Yeah. I think it's really cool too is, uh, uh, the Luke's oh, Skywalker's lightsaber was taken into orbit. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, there's a, a lightsaber in orbit. There's a Buzz Lightyear toy. Um, and I believe the other thing um, is uh, part of the Wright brothers' um, first airplane mm. was um, included in a, a Mars mission. Very cool. I know you got to run. It's Catherine Williams, editor with National Geographic Kids, the book Weird But True World 2024, incredible facts, awesome photos and weird wonders for this year and beyond uh, for all ages. I'm fascinated by this thing. Catherine, congratulations and thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. You know, I was noticing the, the International Space Station sees the sun rise and fall 16 times a day. So do you get 16 days out of it for your age? <laughs> no. You don't, do you? Right? I mean, if you I mean for you it's still 24 hours. It's the kind of thing like if you fly to Australia, you miss a day, you take off on the 26th and you land on the 28th. But then when you fly back, you land before you took off. So if you took off at noon on the 30th, you land at 9 a.m. on the 30th, so you get that day back. So how does that, I don't really know how that works sometimes. And they always say that time is a construct, but also that time is immeasurable. I mean, if you think about it, just going like, Ugh, pounding your fist, 
on a rock. What's that? That's a second. All right. And then 60 of those. And then like, I, I don't know. It's amazing to me. And then the only way you could tell time in the old days was like Quasimodo. You had to hear the bell ring. Right. Um, let me know when we're back on the air and I'll start talking about something interesting uh, as well. And let's go to a break. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. 
I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? goes commando thank you for that coming up in the next segment we'll speak with uh, a couple filmmakers on the new movie deltopia for all you college partiers out there i always hated party as a verb let's party just keeping an eye on my oakland a's who have lost three in a row they're officially eliminated by the way from the playoffs i thought i would chime in no other club has been Officially eliminated. But the all-time record in the modern era is an expansion team, the New York Mets. They lost 120 games. They had a couple of rainouts, so they were 40 and 120. 40 and 120. The all-time record, I just thought I'd tell you because I didn't know this either. I looked it up. Cleveland Spiders, 1899, went 20 and 134. Whoosh. After that, the Philadelphia A's, 1916, right when we uh, talking about WW1 as we were heading over there, AEF, uh, 117 losses. The Pittsburgh Alleghenies in 1890 had 113 losses. The Boston Braves in 1935 had 115. The Washington Senators in 1904 had 113 but if you want to get to the most recent pathetic team, it was the Tigers 20 years ago. They lost 119. They were one away from tying the Mets. So as it stands right now, the Oakland A's have 38 wins, which means they need to win five more games to tie the Tigers for the second most in the modern era. And if they win six more games, then they will not be – is bad. Now they could still be the Mets. They could still, I mean, if they lose the rest of their games, <laughs> that's a lot of games left, but I'm just keeping my eye on it. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's, it's a morbid gallows humor type of thing, but I'm just keeping my eye on it. All right. There was a very unfunny and dangerous situation at uh, Coors Field between the suckiest team in the NL and the best team on earth, the Braves, and Ronald Acuna Jr. standing out in the outfield during the seventh inning, a fan ran onto the field and hugged him and tried to get a selfie. And security took forever getting out there. And once they did, another jackass fan ran onto the field going, woo-hoo-hoo, running over to get a hug and Acuna did go down to the ground and at first we thought maybe he was being attacked he thought he was being attacked but it was just a hug and then try to get a selfie and then the other guy wanted a selfie and I like what Giants broadcaster Dwayne Kuyper said about the fans he said that is the true definition of mile high so I guess maybe they were 
<clears throat> but after the game, Kevin Pillar, yeah, he's still playing with the Braves, he said that that even if the fans didn't have any ill intent, it's just potential danger that they wanted to do that. And, you know, security is very slow. But I, I've said this ever since I've been on the radio. If it was an automatic year in jail, it would go away overnight. And like, oh, Rick Tittle wants to build more jails. Rick Tittle's racist. No, I'm not racist. I'm not saying build more jails. It has nothing to do with race. I'm not saying build more jails. I'm just saying if it was an automatic one year at San Quentin, no one would run on the field. Well, a couple guys would drunk, and then they'd be like, whoa. But they know that all they're going to get legally is a slap on the wrist, and all they're going to get from security is maybe getting a little roughed up, which could happen. Remember, security guard told me at the Coliseum, I used to hang out by the dugouts during BP for years, and I talked to the guards. I knew all of them. And one guy told me that the guy ran on the field and they took him off the field and <clears throat> they were taking him back to uh, meet the popo and get booked or cited, whatever it was, and they're holding on to the guy. And the guy turned and spit right in his face. The guard, He spit in the guard's face. So then the guy leaned over to tie his shoes and the, the guard shoved his head into a desk. <laughs> hey, it's going to happen. He deserved it totally. But what we don't want is we don't want what we have in soccer, <clears throat> what we used to have, I should say, before some horrific carnage at Hillsborough and some other places where fans were squished to death. And you think about the Amsterdam arena where Ajax plays, they built a cement moat that's right, an empty moat. So if you try to jump on the field, you're going down into a 15-foot drop into just cement. There's nothing to do down there, and you'll probably break your legs as you go down, or worse. You know? <clears throat> At the new Wembley Stadium, they have this thing in front of the front row, which is sort of like if you took a wire fence and turned it on its side flat, and... So basically, if you try to stand on it or you try to put your hands on it, it basically just cuts right through you. And that's something during the World Cup when FIFA came to look at our stadia here in America in 94, they said, where are the barbed wire or the constantier wine or where, where's the fences? How do you keep the fans off the pitch? And we're like, well, Morgana, the kissing bandit, might run out and give Kurt Bavakwa or Al Hraboski a kiss, but it's not. we don't really run on the field. Because in England, they would have pitch invasions. Their team's losing. Everybody sits crisscross applesauce on the field, and the game's abandoned, and then they play it over. And, like, it works. You're letting the terrorists win. <laughs> it is stupid, right? Ronald Acuna, after the game, said, quote, I was a little scared at first. I think the fans were out there asking for pictures. I, I really couldn't say anything at that point <clears throat> um, because I... Uh, uh, security was already there and they were already kind of tangled up, but the security was able to get there and everything's okay. We're all okay. And I hope they're okay. It's a very nice thing to say. Yes. But it's just not cool. And, um, you know, I'm not into corporal punishment per se, but you, you, if you run onto the field, you at least got to get your jaw broken, right? <laughs> 
Acuna, by the way, uh, hitting 330 with 28 home runs and 29 stolen bases. And uh, three more hits last night, including his 29th home run. Oh, and he has two steals. He has 61 steals. And um, this is the kind of guy where you're like, oh, when they talked about, you know, Willie Mays and his five tools. And this guy's not Willie Mays, but you could kind of see like, oh, now I understand why everybody's so, you know, gaga about uh, Willie Mays. But anyway, back to running on the field. You remember the White Sox, that that drunk guy and his son ran on the field and beat up the Royals' first base coach? You would like to say this is just a, a one-off, right? You would like to say, you know, it's it's really, you know, it's unfortunate, but it doesn't really happen very much. What if they ran onto the field and the guy had a, uh, I mean, Raider games, I used to get scanned like I was going on the airport. A's games, I walk right in. I just walk right in. Uh, well, that's not true. I do have to go through it. Now that I think about it, I do go through a metal detector. But anyway, my point is, what if the guy had some keys and there was a little Swiss Army knife on it, what have you, right? And it's like, yeah, I'm going to stab you. I mean, it's it's uh, horrific that I even bring it up. But, you know, I, I, I don't know what the answer is uh, outside of just greater punishment. Uh, otherwise, we're going to have guys, I mean, you think about <laughs> that golf tournament where this friend runs on, he's like, yay, you won, and the security guard just absolutely slams him. And that is possible. That could happen that way as well. But um, this is the number one headline in baseball. And the thing is, these stupid jackasses, first of all, you make all of the state of Colorado look stupid. And you might say, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. I know what it's like when my fans, especially as a Raider fan, I know what it's like when a couple of fans make your team look completely stupid. And unfortunately, the the, the only bad thing about being a Raider fan outside is they haven't won a Super Bowl since I was 18 years old. The only bad thing about being a Raider fan is that you can go anywhere in America, maybe even in the world, and probably the dumbest dumbass you know is a Raider fan. <laughs> By the way, Scott Osler wrote maybe, and it's hard to to say this because he's so amazing, but he wrote maybe his greatest article today, um, article column in the paper today. He was talking about how you for college football you should just make it a global athletic group or gag. And he said you can just graduate later. He called it the deferred undergraduate matriculation bonus for assisting scholarly success or dumbass. <laughs> He drew. He said, Saudi Arabia, what if they wanted to get involved in the college game? You know that Saudi Arabian League? They're going to be in the Champions League, maybe by next year. Mark my words. They'll buy their way in. They will buy their way in, and they will be in the UEFA Champions League as early as next year. Because money talks, and you know what else walks. All right, we'll check out a movie on the other side. How do you do that on the radio? Come on back on Sports Byline.
right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuts Spicy and Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's Dave Single, Single, and a Frosty for me. And a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Buy One, Get One for a Buck. Limited time only. Price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the power couple filmmakers Michael Easterling and Jala Ruffman. They have a new movie called uh, Deltopia, which is uh, based on a true story down there in Isla Vista, where, you, of course, uh, UC Santa Barbara is. Let's start, uh, ladies first. Uh, Jala, I, I saw something that the, uh, the the people of Isla Vista, maybe you would say the blue hairs, they, they were not liking this. There was a little bit of a uh, backlash, wasn't there? Yeah, thank, thank you so much for having us, first of all. Um, we're really excited to be on the show. But yeah, the, we, had, we had some backlash. There was definitely some students and some locals that, um, we're not into it, but we actually had a lot more support um, than may have been seen outside. Um, we had a lot of students and a lot of alumni calling us and wanting to be involved and wanting to support in any way they could, wanting to tell us stories. I mean, we had already filmed the movie when it had come out, when the news had come out. Um, but there was some backlash, but there was actually a lot more support that sort of wasn't in the news. And Michael, I think some people too, they thought about Del Playa, the movie about that horrific shooting, and they're like, yeah, they're just exploiting us again. They kind of lumped you in with that, didn't they? Hey, thank you for having us. Um, no, yeah, I think they just kind of saw Hollywood kind of coming into their town and making a film about uh, something that, that's taking place there in their town. But um, to relate it to a horror movie is kind of, kind of a little uh, out of control, but... You know, we really just wanted to make a coming-of-age story uh, that took place over 24 hours and about these characters that just go to the craziest party of all time. And so when we were doing our research, we just happened to find out about this little party called Deltopia, and we said, hey, we got to get our characters to go to this place. And so that's kind of where we were coming from, just trying to make a really good party movie and show emotion, and they kind of took it out of hand. And uh, Jala, I remember in the 80s when I was in college, my roommate's girlfriend went to Santa Barbara, and I don't think I was supposed to, but I spent the night in Fontainebleau, which was an all-girl dorm. But Isla Vista uh, as a town, I mean, it's not only a great college town, but you got all this affordable pizza and beer, and you got the beach right there. I I don't know if I would have been disciplined enough to go to class. Uh, What's your take on IV? Right? I mean, I agree with that. I think it's, like, probably the most beautiful, uh, awesome place to go to school. Um, but, yeah, no, exactly. I uh, I didn't go there. I grew up in Malibu. So I did go there as a high schooler to party with the college people. And, um, and it was like that. It was crazy. Um, it was just an experience. And it was, like, these kids running the town. I, I had never seen, like, a town that was pretty much fully, like, all uh, run by the college kids, and they have the beautiful beach and everything like that. So uh, I don't know if I would have gotten work done there either, but it definitely uh, was a great place to go to school. So did did you go to Pepperdine being a Malibu kid? Um, I actually didn't go to college. So I went to Malibu High School, and then I started making movies, short films, music videos. Well, good. You can laugh at your guidance counselor now that you're a big success, right? Exactly right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to school at, uh, you know, kind of just going to spring break in Myrtle Beach. That's where I kind of gained my college experience. So I'm, a, I'm from North Carolina originally, so 
every spring break you go to Myrtle Beach, and that's just that's how you roll. So I decided to bring that on the West Coast, bring that lifestyle. Very cool. Um, Madison Pettis, as you know, is in this movie, and at Super Bowl Fifty eight years ago, in person on Radio Row, I sat down with her. And she was, I don't know, like 17 or 16 years old or something. And she was a, a young star on the rise. And um, look at her now. She's a, she's a big deal. What was it like uh, working with her? It was so amazing. Like our whole cast was just so incredible. And Madison was just, she blew us away. You know, like every, a lot of people know her as uh, a younger actress. And I think, uh, all the actors really have incredible performances in this film. And I think that they'll all go on to be huge stars because they're just so talented. And we were so blessed um, to have such an incredible cast. And we actually spent a long time casting and, and it paid off. And Madison is just such a great girl. And everyone had, we had so much fun on set with everyone and their talent has just blown us away throughout the whole process. Come yeah, on. I'd say just, she's an amazing actress, and I'll go on to say she, they're just really amazing people, really genuine and caring, and it was really cool being on set with them. A couple more questions for Michael Easterling and Jala Ruffman, the new movie uh, Deltopia. Michael, when you um, think about a college party movie, sex, drugs, rock and roll, obviously you can fall into some of the tropes. What were the, some of the things that you were kind of trying to avoid and to separate yourself from the normal party movie? Well, that's the whole idea. Um, a lot of people will, can call this a party movie, but I think there's a different take. Um, when some people see it, some people will see it for the, the drama, and some people will see it just for the kind of um, the growing up, coming-of-age type quality. And that's what we were going for. We really wanted to make a drama and weren't looking to make an action film here. But it kind of it became both. And so we didn't really, when we were directing and, and making the film, we tried not to focus too much on the partying because that's really just kind of the background of what our characters are going through. So trying to not get lost in this party world was really our goal as the directors throughout. That's it. At uh, Chico State, they used to have this thing called Pioneer Days that were started in World War One, and it basically turned into a uh, a situation where the the entire town was being destroyed as a giant street party, and so they got rid of Pioneer Days. Where are we in the scope of Deltopia down in IV? Is it still going? Yeah, Deltopia is still going. It's going. I know during COVID, it had like it's like least bit um and i know people probably don't want me for the the locals probably don't want me promoting that that it's still going but i hear that it's still going and the party's going strong you know an interesting story about santa barbara i think like isla vista it has a a very big uh rebellion in its history um and sort of that was like a big theme in our film is individual versus society and sort of standing up against the man and back in the 70s there was a riot riots in, in isla vista um, and I think Reagan was governor then, and they had to send in the National Guard. They burnt down the Bank of America. It was just crazy, and I think it was an anti-war protest uh, for Vietnam. But it just, like, it has this this energy there that's just super, like, rebellious um, in a good way, in a good way, you know? Um, and obviously things get out of hand, and that 2014 got out of hand, and 
Um, and we show that in the film. But I think there's just this energy of like kids wanting to get out of the oppression of all the adults and authority figures in their lives. Yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about um, Isla Vista. It's just totally ran by college students. Every single house is like basically a dorm. So when they throw a party, they throw it at every house all the way down the road. And so it originally, it wasn't in the road. Originally, it was in the ocean, and they called it Flotopia. And then I believe someone probably uh, drank a little too much booze, you know, in the water. Not a good thing. So anyways, they ended up going to Del Playa, DP. Now they call it Deltopia. And let me ask you this, too, Michael, because a lot of people, like, looking at these kids, they'll say, every guy is a douchey frat bro with a backwards hat. Every girl is just some dumb, slutty girl. And there are people, and we were all that age at one point. So how do you sort of bring the human element to it to avoid these stereotypes? Well, I'd say, uh, first off, to get into UCSB, I think you have to have a 4.2 or something GPA to get in. So these are these are smart kids. They're not just you're a regular riffraff. So, so just getting in the school, that's a huge accomplishment. So shout out to all the college students who are enrolled this year. Hope you guys really get behind this movie, you know, where we're at. But, um, yeah, I'd say, you know, that you can call the kettle black, but I think the, these kids really, um, are, you know, focused on trying to get their BA or trying to get their masters and, and focus more on school than the party aspect. But, they got to let loose sometimes, so they do this, uh, you know, spring break, and then they go around and they come back for Halloween. So they have their two parties and they get back to work. So yeah, Halloween is pretty epic there. There's no doubt. Um, Jala, just as 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 an aside, personally, what was the the best party you went to when you were that age, and then what was the worst one you went to? You know what? The best party I went to when I was that age, I had um, a friend's band from Malibu called Two Cents. Uh, they're not together anymore, but that was the band's name. They used to go up and play at uh, some frat houses up there. And so one night we went up there, and I don't even know what the party was for. I think this was my first time going to Isla Vista, but it was just so much fun. And just, like, the freedom I felt when I went out there and you're just like running around and the kids rule, you know, that's, that's how it feels. So that was like the best time. And then it might've been the same night that it was the worst time. And then I ended up in a disgusting frat house with like nowhere to sleep. And it was just the dirtiest thing I had ever experienced. Um, so I think probably, I think that was actually the same night. Both of those experiences, <laughs> but 30 frat houses. Scary. Uh. Last <laughs> last last question for you, uh, Michael. When you when you work with your partner in life, that's a double edged sword because so many things are so easy. But then again, you you know you don't get a break, and you might get on each other's nerves. How how did it work for you guys? Well, I mean, we started a business twelve years ago called Talkboy TV, a music video company, and so we've pretty much done short movies for the past 10 years and so kind of learning that relationship learning how we work giving each other space is important but um yeah when we sat down to write this script i think it was important to have the female and the male voices heard and sometimes you you hear like you see a super bad you know it's kind of all the guys version and so I think it is important to see both sides of this party and you see these different kind of characters told through different point of views. And so that's when we came together. We said, hey, let's make a movie out of love. Let's make a movie out of 
teen love, kind of like high school love. And so everything kind of came from love. So actually right before we went into production on the movie, we actually had a baby together and it just brought even more, like so much more to the big picture of things was uh, when Jala was directing the movie and we had a three month year old at, at home with her grandma. So yeah, I think uh, love is was a big key. We wanted to make a, a teen love movie that was truly Southern California and truly American. And we trust each other. So if we're on set and one person is really rallying for something, even if we might not have time, if one person really believes in getting the shot or do, take, doing another take, we make it happen. I think it's uh, about trust. Very yeah, cool. Exciting times for you guys. Deltopia, the brand new movie, and their parents as well, Michael Easterlin and Jala Ruthman. Congratulations, you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank you Appreciate so much. Thank you thank so much you. for having us. We love the show. We're so uh, stoked to be on. Yeah, thank on. you. Hope you enjoy the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, 
you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Last night, the uh, Giants had the home debut of Kyle Harrison, and he looked outstanding. This was a kid coming out of De La Salle High. He was the best pitcher on Team USA. He only lost one game in high school. His high school ERA was a 1-1-9. And he told everybody he was going to UCLA, and the Giants drafted him in the third round. They talked him out of it. They gave him three times the slot value. Instead of 700 k they gave him $2.5 which made a lot of people <laughs> around the league mad. But you think about that COVID draft, first round Patrick Bailey, second round Casey Schmidt, third round Kyle Harrison. I mean, they talk about how the Giants farm system is bad. That is a pretty amazing draft. And I know Schmidt isn't lighting the world on fire yet, but Bailey and Harrison, um, this kid uh, is one of the reasons they didn't trade him is because of how he looks. And he looks really, really good. All right, uh, we have another hour together. We'll bring in uh, J.D. Sharp. We'll also have Bill Bellamy in the, sec- in the third hour uh, as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we will see you in a couple minutes right here on Sports Byline USA. News. I'm Corey Myers. Idalia has now reached hurricane status. The National Hurricane Center says the Category 1 storm is packing maximum sustained winds of 75 miles per hour as it makes its way toward Florida. Forecasters expect Idalia to continue gaining strength, intensifying into an extremely dangerous major hurricane before it makes landfall tomorrow. Former President Trump will be arraigned in his Georgia election interference case next week. The Obama-appointed judge Monday scheduled the trial to start March 4th, 2024, the day before Super Tuesday. 
Trump's facing three other criminal cases. One of them, the New York State case involving his alleged hush money payments to a porn actress, is also scheduled to start in March. I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden is said to be focused on issues impacting Americans, even as House Republicans plot an impeachment inquiry for him. Speaking in a White House press briefing, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Biden is working on addressing the Jacksonville shooting over the weekend and the hurricane potentially about to hit Florida, as well as the Maui wildfires and education post-COVID. That's going to be his focus instead of, you know, more baseless political stunts. Most of the earth experiencing the effects of climate change this summer. That's according to Marshall Shepard, the director of atmospheric sciences for the University of Georgia. He tells the Augusta Chronicle that at least 81 percent of the world's population was exposed to at least one day of heat made at least three times more intense because of climate change. Shepard says this puts more people at risk for heat related illnesses or even death as many populations aren't equipped to deal with such high temperatures. This is USA News. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. Client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Elton John recovering after a fall at his home in France. Representatives for the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer say he was taken to the hospital as a precautionary measure, but was discharged yesterday and is back home. The 76-year-old was treated for minor injuries. The University of Southern California providing a positive update on the son of Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James. Trojans head coach Andy Enfield said yesterday that Bronny James is doing well and attending classes after suffering cardiac arrest during a workout last month. The 18-year-old James is expected to make a full recovery. Ask Alexa or Siri about the weather. But if you want to save someone's life, call 911 for that. A study released on Monday reveals that voice assistants frequently struggle when asked about CPR procedures. The research involved posing eight questions to the assistants simulating the questions a bystander might make during a cardiac arrest crisis. Most of the responses were, hmm, I don't know that one, or sorry, I don't understand. Surprisingly, out of the 32 responses, only nine recommended calling 911. Some voice assistants directed users to online resources explaining CPR techniques, but only 12% of the 32 responses provided clear verbal instructions. I'm John Schaefer.
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Hour three underway. Reports from SI is that the Vikings are trying to get Justin Jefferson signed to an extension before the season begins. The GM, Koise Adolfo Mensah, said that that was the top priority. And listen, it's uh, this is a guy who caught 128 passes. You talk about a win-win trade. They trade a first-round pick to Buffalo, uh, or the Bills did, to get Stephon Diggs who's fantastic with Josh Allen, and then they draft Justin Jefferson, and, you know, he's just destroying a lot of records that Randy Moss went when he went over there. Um, but uh, right now, the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL is Tyreek Hill, who makes $30 million a year. Uh, or Devontae Adams was for a year, now it's tight. But, so the Vikings are going to crush that record. Also, um, one quarterback... Or I should say, one team in the NFL has not named their starting quarterback yet. Do you know which team that is? The Arizona Cardinals, because Kyle Murray, Kyler Murray, if I could talk, damn it, Kyler Murray <laughs> is still hurt. And yesterday they cut Colt McCoy. So it's either the new head coach Jonathan Gannon. It's either going to be Josh Dobbs, who they brought over from Cleveland because they like Dorian Thompson-Robinson, so he's not a backup anymore in Cleveland, uh, to Deshaun Watson. And there's also the rookie Clayton Toon. And so they're, they have no idea who the starting quarterback is and that it's still a competition. That's not good, I got to say. 
Uh, you got to say it, Rick? Yeah, I do got to say it. That's that's not good. All right. Big shout out to our brave men and women listening on the American Forces Radio Network. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're also on the internet at sportsbyline.com. You can go there, click listen live, and emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Tune in at iHeartRadio, Upstitcher Up. I'm on twitch.tv. How you doing as I wave to the camera? And titillating sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. And the X is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? And now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to Worldwide Sharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33 and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. 
He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle isn't he so handsome? He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We're waiting on J.D. Sharp. And if we get him, we'll pick him up and uh, throw him on the air. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. This is a perfect definition of live radio. But, uh, Dominic, if you could do me a favor, I left my readers on my desk and now I can't see anything. (laughs) Ah, the old man river. I was somewhere uh, on Friday night. It was this big sort of outdoor beer hall, and people were talking about ages, and they're like, I'm 46, I'm way older than you, and I'm like, "Eh, how old do you think I am? And then this girl's like, 41, like 42, I'm like, "Eh, I'm 58, and they're like, thanks, Dom. Uh, It's like, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, 40, they're like, oh, 41, I said, no, 58. And... It's like, no way. And he's, I say, I talk sports. I go, who are you, Rick Tittle? No way. Like, okay. I'm so famous. But then he goes, you're almost 60? I was like, thanks. So not only do I need readers, I forget about my readers. Oakland readers. That's what, uh, it's my favorite team. That's where I bought them too. Oakland readers. All right. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. Um, JD Sharp is with us from Pro Wagering and ProWagering dot com. We always like checking in with him or one of his uh, compatriots over there. JD, what do you want to do, MLB or NFL? Uh, honestly, I'm 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 really I'm, I'm really indifferent. It's it's totally up to you. I can talk about I can talk about both. We could even split it up into two questions for each if you want to. It's your choice, Rick. It's your call. Well, let's let's talk a little baseball here as we're getting more into the pennant races and the NFL is yet to kick off. And the San Francisco Giants saw Kyle Harrison last night and a pretty good COVID draft. Patrick Bailey in the first round, Casey Schmidt in the second round, Kyle Harrison in the third round. But the Giants have also in their last, I like think 16 series have only won three of them um do you think that with i mean obviously it's great having a guy like schmidt but they're they're five over right now um arizona and them it's basically night by night to see which one is going to be taking over for the wild card right now arizona is up by a half game and then the cubs are only a half game ahead of that and then behind the giants there's cincinnati and miami do you see the Giants having what it takes to be one of those three wild cards? I really don't know. Honestly, the team is kind of an enigma. Uh, they're they're decent in the bullpen. Their top ten bullpen. Harrison looked in last night against a pretty good Reds team. I mean, this Reds team, you're talking Spencer Steer, De La Cruz, T.J. Friedel. Um, I mean, they've got a, they've got quite a bit of talent actually. Will Benson's playing pretty well. Uh, Christian Incarnation Strands playing pretty well. And he had a he had a tough matchup. I mean, he faced Andrew Abbott, and Andrew Abbott's been a really really good pitcher this year as well. Hasn't been great on the road, and obviously there's a reason for that. You saw that last night. But yeah, if Harrison keeps playing well, Bailey, who's who's a, a very very talented catcher, especially defensively, you know they, they have I think enough. I mean, they don't they don't have a lot of talent offensively, but they have uh, enough guys, and they play they play together enough that they can kind of get away with not scoring. 
you know, five or six runs a game like every other team pretty much has to at this point. So, yeah, I mean, if, if Harrison can be that consistent addition to their rotation, he could he could eke out three or four more wins for them, which could be the difference for them. So I think it's, I think I think it's possible. Um, do I think they're going to do it? No, but I, I think that maybe it's sixty forty yes no for me at this point. Whereas before Harrison's debut, his home debut, I would say it was more like eighty five fifteen. You know, the AL East is obviously the best division in baseball because it's the only division with four winning teams but you look at AL East I mean but the AL West right now we kind of thought Houston was separating themselves with Texas on their heels this right now is by far the most fascinating pennant race is who's going to win the West it's not as titillating as it could be because the other two teams are probably <laughs> are probably going to be wild cards so it's right. not like they're going to miss out but Seattle has a one-game lead over both Texas and Houston. It's the only, even with the A's being horrible and the Angels going down the toilet, it's the only division with teams with at least 70 wins, three teams with 70 wins outside of the East. So Seattle, Texas, and Houston, who's going to separate themselves from the pack there? I don't think it's going to be Texas. I'll tell you that. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be either Seattle or Houston. I mean, I, I predict that they would make the World Series at the beginning of the year like the Mariners. And Julio Rodriguez, four more hits last night. I mean, the guy's hitting 285 now. He was hitting, what, 248 before August? I mean, he's had just an unbelievable August. I think he's got, what, nine home runs, 20 or 30 RBIs, 12 stolen bases. He's hitting, like, almost 450. I mean, one of the best months you'll ever see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's a superstar. And he's got good players around him with Teoscar Hernandez, Eugenio Suarez, Cal Raleigh, who comes in and quietly – Hits 30 bombs a year, most likely. That's pretty impressive. They don't have Kalenic, uh, but do they really need him? They've got a really, really great pitching core, obviously, with uh, Kirby and Gilbert and Castillo, who actually could maybe be part of that Cy Young conversation with Cole at this point. It's not going to be Otani because he's not going to pitch again. So, and then they have a really good bullpen. They have a, number, you know, a top three bullpen. But then you look at the Astros. I mean, their offense is looking kind of like the Braves' offense right now. You know, Kyle Tucker, he's number, Kyle Tucker's number two in RBIs in Major League Baseball, Rick. He's got 99, very quietly, albeit. He's got 27 home runs. He's got 27 stolen bases. He's sitting about 302. They got Jordan Alvarez. Um, Yanier Diaz, their 25 year old catcher, has 19 home runs very quietly. Maldonado's got 12. Altuve's back playing playing really well. Abreu's starting to play really good. So, And then they've still got Alex Bregman that we're not even talking about. So this Astros team is just stacked to the gills offensively, just like the Braves. They bring in Verlander. He's pitching really well. Uh, Framber Valdez actually leads Major League Baseball in quality stars. Christian Javier, he wasn't great last night, but it didn't matter if they are going to score 17 runs. And their bullpen's top five. So um, it's, it's, a, it is, it's really interesting, and I really can't say definitively either way. I would probably lean the Astros if they just have more offensive firepower. But would I be shocked at all? I mean, I mean Julio Rodriguez has that type of all-world Ken Griffey Jr. type of talent that can take a team to wherever they need to go. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if, if the Mariners came out of it. But at this point, I'd probably give the advantage to the Astros. Last question for you. Um, we saw what could have been a disastrous thing at Coors Field with a couple of idiots running on and hugging Ronald Acuna, who ended up going to the ground. The security was slow. I guess they were trying to get selfies with him instead of trying to shiv him or something. But 
I, I've said on the air for years that if it was an automatic one year in jail, just automatic, that it would cut down on such a thing. But what what is your idea? Because we don't want to be like Europe and have barbed wire fences up. So how do we cut down on this? Because that was really scary last night. It was scary. But, I mean, how often does this happen? Once every three years? Once every four years? I mean, stuff happens. Stuff happens in life all the time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at least they had good intentions. And Acuna was pretty freaked out by it. He was shocked. But, I mean, the guy, the guy he did go four for five last night. Uh, he's now got 30 home runs and 61 stolen bases. There's a chance he has a 40-80 season, Rick. That could really happen this year. And he still might not win the MVP because Mookie's having that good of a season. That, that's the type of year that we've had this year in Major League Baseball. Um, yeah, I like, I like the one-year suspension. Obviously, that shouldn't have happened. But, yeah, barbed wire fences, I mean, it, there should be. And, and the guys who are in charge of taking those people down should be a little faster <laughs> and a little more athletic and in a little better shape than they were. Yeah. So I would say, yeah. Just come uh, out and say it. They're too fat. <laughs> that's, that's probably the case, yeah. So just up the penalty, and then let's get the, the people in charge of protecting the players in a situation like that. Let's make it so that their body fat is maybe closer to 15 instead of 40. <laughs> J.D. Sharp, ProAdring, ProAdring.com, and also an amateur dietitian. Uh, <laughs> J.D., thanks for your time, man. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. Open segment on the other side. Come on back and call me up at 1-800-878-7529. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days.
amazed. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. This is Benjamin F. Chavis, Jr., president of the National Newspaper Publishers Association. Smoking is bad for your health, and we do not want our kids to smoke. Cigarette smoking is at an all-time low in America because of education. Youth smoking is at the lowest point in our history because of education. History has shown us that bans and prohibitions do not work. Banning menthols preferred by over 80% of African Americans who choose to smoke is racial profiling because the ban does not apply to cigarettes preferred by white smokers. Banning menthols will expand the underground market of illegal cigarettes and the need for police to come into black and brown communities to enforce a menthol ban. We strongly urge you to oppose the racially discriminatory ban on menthol cigarettes. Let's support education to reduce smoking and not criminalization that can lead to fines, arrests, and negative interactions with police in black and brown communities. Sponsored by the Law Enforcement Action Partnership. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Sometimes, you know, we just have this power couple, as I like to call them, Michael Easterlin and Jala Ruffman in the previous segment. By the way, uh, we had uh, Bill Bellamy on the schedule. He'll be coming up in about 15 minutes. But we had uh, Michael Easterlin and John Ruffin. They are married and they make movies. And they made a movie called Deltopia that we spoke about. And a lot of times in these couples, the wife is just as talented as the husband and vice versa as well. I do think, it, I remember when I was a kid when Sonny Bono was a politician and he passed away that his wife took the role. Which, uh, oh, we have Bill Bellamy right now. Bill, are you with us? Rick, what's happening, baby? Cap City, Austin. Everybody make sure to get there. And uh, Bill Bellamy, of course, been on the show many times. Always great to catch up with the longtime actor and comedian, the inventor of Booty Call and everything else. How have you seen Austin change? Because it used to be, you know, not podunk. It was the capital, but it was a college town. And, and now it's like a friggin' city with traffic and, and freaks everywhere, right? Dude, it went it went loco, bro. I remember the first time I ever came to Austin. All y'all had was Sixth Street. It was just like, and it was only like five or six bars on Sixth Street, and a few restaurants. Now, 
You guys got South by Southwest. You got new hotels. It's the tech center of the country. You got people leaving L.A., coming to Austin, buying lake houses. All there's you got to sleep in the tub now. You can't even get on the lake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Our- Joe List was saying that the homeless are so scary there, he said it's worse than like San Francisco or New York or L.A., that they'll chase you down the street. Yeah, and take your sandwich. It's, a little, <laughs> it's getting a little hairy out here, Rick. <laughs> How have I mean, you... A lot, a lot of things, man. Yeah. I was just thinking over the years, you know, from when you started to now, everybody's into the clips, and a lot of times it's it's crowd work, and if you can get a good little 15 to you know, 20 second clip and then hire somebody to put it on TikTok. And are you at the point where like, man, I ain't got nothing to prove or are you in that world? Um, I feel like I don't have anything to prove, but I'm in the social media world because you got to have that as a part of your portfolio because you got to figure anybody that's under 30 may or may not know you. So the younger audience is, the social media audience, right? So how do you touch a new audience? you got to be where they are, right? So you could put up some of your old clips that people have never seen before, and people be like, oh, my God, who is that guy? Like, you, you, you could be brand new to people. Because the beauty, the beauty of social media is people share what they like. They want to put it on their platform because it's funny or this, that, and the other. So when I see, you know, guys doing stuff on TikTok, I think, or social media, I think they're leaning into where, where things are now. I mean, if you're still putting flyers on cars, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> if you're barking. <laughs> right, right. Like, if you're still putting flyers on windshield wiper blades, I think, you, I think you're done, buddy. Did you ever do the uh, Edinburgh Fringe where you have to bark for yourself? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I know in the beginning of my career, I used to have to sell tickets to come see me. Like, it was crazy. Like, you had to sell, like, 30 tickets and stuff like that. I was like, wow. And that was the hustle back then. You got to sell <laughs> tickets for somebody to come see you. And you're not even famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also interested in your family ties. At what year, because... At one point, Shaq was saying, Bill Bellamy is my cousin, and they're like, no way. When did it turn into you going, hey, you know, Shaq's my cousin? I had to tell him that, you know, <laughs> just because you're bigger than me don't mean you're more famous than me. <laughs> the problem is Shaq is so freaking big. I was just doing an interview, and it was like, yeah, you're Shaq's cousin. I'm like, no, he's my cousin. What are you talking about? <laughs> We always kid around with that, man. It's a lot of fun. You know, basketball season is about to start up, so I'm going to get a chance to see him um, a lot more, actually. You know, I'm going to be bumping into him as I, you know, he moved down to Atlanta now. So I'll be, I'm always out there. I'll get a chance to hang out and kick it. I want to ask you, too, when you were, because I, I mentioned before, we're b- both born in 65 is when all the cool pimps were born. Um, but when you went on Keenan and Kel, could you tell that Keenan Thompson, I mean, the comic timing was there, but did you think, oh, yeah, this guy is going to be on Saturday Night Live for 25 years? No, it's no freaking way, man. Like, <laughs> I am so proud of his career and how he got in the right situation to 
compliment his skills, you know what I mean? He's been on he might have had one of the longest runs on Saturday Night Live and it's a quiet storm. He's just been in the pocket over there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, there's no and, um, yeah. but I mean, but uh, but then, you know, Kale, you know, you don't see as much, you know what I mean? You just never know how your career is going to take off or what thing will make you like a household name. Like I didn't know that being on MTV was going to make me famous overnight. Like, I I just didn't know. Like, MTV was a huge opportunity for me in the 90s. I remember hearing an MTV executive say that we decide what's going to be cool by which videos we show, which hosts we put on. And so they decided, they're like, you know, yeah, if, if you're on that TV, you're even if you weren't, you were automatically cool because you're on MTV, man. Right. And we were pushing the culture, you know. Um, pop culture took a huge leap forward. A lot of artists benefited. A lot of new genres were getting played on the radio from grunge to acoustic to R&B to hip-hop. You know, there was different different uh, categories of hip-hop. You had, like, Arrested Development, then you had Ice Cube. Then you had, like, somebody like Coolio. And then you had, you know, you had Blind Melon and, you know, uh, groups like, uh, I'm give you a good one right there. Uh, let me take you back. Let me give you a, a throwback, a throwback band. Ace of Base. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the sign. I saw the sign. You remember, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ace of Base. But you know what, Bill? I got to tell you, I was mentioning this the other day. Wherever I go, and I don't know if just because it's, if people our age are in charge, but wherever I go on the radio, in a grocery store, in a bar, 80s music, nonstop. It's just, is it because it was the best or is it because people our age are in charge? It's just wherever I go, still to this day, it's music I was listening to in high school. Yeah, man, because it's so nostalgic, bro. Like, I mean, I'm sure the kids now are listening to the music and feeling that their their decade is amazing right now. But I think the 90s is just really was a special time for us. I think it was just one of those moments where we were learning. The Internet wasn't really here. We were buying music. We were going to concerts. There was no, no never a COVID situation. There was never a pandemic. You know, we had fun, fun. I would just imagine. The only thing you could catch in the, Yeah. Right? <laughs> I just think, I was, like. I was going to say. The, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the only thing you could catch back in the day was mono. Remember that? <laughs> mono? <laughs> yeah, because I think uh, Jan, I Jan Brady had it. Right, right. I remember people saying, so-and-so's got mono. And I was like, how'd they get it? He's like kissing people. (laughs) Well, I just think like in 20 years, wherever we go, are we going to hear like Gangnam Style playing? You know, like what what songs are they going to be playing then? It's something we'll have to figure out. We got to run, but get yourself over to Cap City's, the uh, fantastic comedy club, Austin, Texas, SEMA Man, Bill Bellamy, classic Still going strong. Hey, Bill, next time you're in the uh, Bay Area, come on by. We'd love to see you. All right, man. Thank you so much, Rick. And be, have a wonderful weekend, baby. All right, you too. Appreciate it. Yeah, wonderful weekend. It's uh, Tuesday, I think. Uh, Bill Bellamy, yeah. That Gangnam Style thing. How many... Oh, Gangnam Style. I wonder how many hits that one had. <laughs> 
because somebody at the time said that like it had passed Justin Bieber. I just remember John Miller doing that dance as well. Four point eight billion on YouTube. Ah, I never would have said that many. Is that the most? I I don't know. There's no way. I guess we can Google what's the most. Four point eight billion hits on Gangnam Style. All right. Well, we had Bill Bellamy. And uh, great to have him, and that means now we'll have an open segment, and I'll have my preface on talented. Oh, very quick. I appreciate it, Dom. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on all your school essentials from notebooks to markers. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, portable tech, and travel size personal items. Plus, save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. And now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off document printing when you spend $40 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 9:30. Exclusions and restrictions apply. See associate or visit staples.com slash print for details. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. 800 211 6008. 800 211 6008. That's 800 211 6008. You can host the best backyard barbecue. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app.
or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right. Uh, thank you and welcome back to the show. Uh, open lines are available if you'd like to get in. 1-800-878-PLAY. I asked, uh, is Op- Opum Gangnam Style the most watched video on YouTube? And uh, 4.8 billion, not even in the top 10. Uh, Dominic Jimenez, what is? what are the top 10? All right. Top Oh, hang on. Let's start from 10 and go up. Okay, did I fix? Okay, the microphone's good. Number 10, well, also, by the way, Gangnam Style, number 11. Right. Uh, number 10, Learning Colors, Colorful Eggs on a Farm from Miroshka TV, Children's Songs. Okay, never heard of it. Uh, number 9, Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Okay. Uh, number, is out of order. Number 8, Wheels on the Bus from Coco Melon. Which is go round and round all through the town. Yeah, but the, but the video purposes, Coco Melon, probably one of the top little children's uh, TV shows out, out there now. That was a show, Coco Melon. Still is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, number seven, phonics song with two words from Choo Choo TV. <laughs> that must be Japan or something. Uh, it might be. I will. I will check okay. it after the fact. <laughs> uh, okay. Number six, See You Again by Wiz Khalifa. I don't even know who that is. He's a rapper. Okay. It's him and Charlie Puth. It's the song that they put in the Fast and the Furious movie after Paul Walker died. Oh, Charlie Pooh? Puth. Puth. Okay. I'm so old. Go ahead. <laughs> Number five, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Number Is four- that that little fat Irish guy? Uh, yeah. I don't know that song. All right, go ahead. Number four, The Bath Song from Coco Melon. Wow. Number three, Johnny, Johnny, Yes, Papa from Lulu Kids. All right, so these are all videos people are showing their kids then. It, it, for the most part, yeah. yeah. Number two, Despacito by Luis Fonsi. Wow. That gets sung a lot in karaoke. That's how I know what that song is. Yeah, and then number one, it gets sung a lot too, not at karaoke though, Baby Shark by <laughs> Pink Fong. How many views? Uh, as of the most recent construction of this list, thirteen point one eight billion. It's the only video in double billion figures. Uh, number two, Despacito was eight point two. Wow! And for fun, Rick, because I know you're such a bastion of pop culture music knowledge. Mm-hmm. In the top thirty, which is what this list is, uh-huh. there are three, four musicians that have multiple songs on here. Can you name any of them? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber has one and a half, basically, because he's featured with uh, Luis Fonsi, and he's got okay. one of his own. So All right. So you got I'm, one. Props okay. to you. Um, Daddy Yankee? No. No. What's his name? Uh, oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is not on the top no? 30, no. Um, 
who's the other um oh bad bunny that see that would have been my guess but yeah. no and i'm just gonna say it's because he's a little too new hmm. so the other artists with multiple top 30 youtube videos maroon 5 has two of them wow Katy perry has two of them right bieber has one and a half and ed sheeran has three I don't know. I mean, I know the name. I can't say I've heard of any of his songs. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. That's uh, that's interesting. And I, I, the Baby Shark song I know because it was about, oh, man, about six years ago, I went to a baby shower, and it was a couple that loved the Anaheim Ducks because they're stupid. The dad had a shirt that said Daddy Shark, and the mom had a shirt that said Mommy Shark, and then the little kid had said Baby Shark. And I go, I thought you guys were Ducks fans. They go, well, from the song. They go, what? From the song. I go, what song? They go, are you serious? I I go, I don't know what that is. So they show to me, Baby Shark, 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 Baby Shark, 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 something like that. And I thought. I thought that was about as popular as every minor league baseball game. You go to, everybody clap your hands. <laughs> the other one is, and you can't, you can't help this one either. I can make your hands clap. I can make your hands. People just automatically do it. I include myself. All right. When we go back on the air, I'm going to bring this up. And we're back. Um, I was talking about people's partners and wives, what have you. And it's sort of like, well, my husband was president, so I should be president. Eh, you never know. <laughs> How that makes any sense, I have no idea. But um, sometimes because of social media now, people's partners become famous in their own right because, I mean, I knew, and this was when I was doing the A's pre and post and 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever it was, whenever there was a new player, I knew at least three women that would look up immediately who their wife or girlfriend was. And so I'd say, yeah, we got this new guy, you know, whoever, Brandon Moss or Josh Reddick. Oh, yeah, his uh, girlfriend likes cats, and she's uh, an architect, and uh, she's a lawyer. How would you know? It's all posted. It's such a scary world. It's all posted, especially these these Facebook families. Everything they do goes on Facebook. Everything. And I just don't know how people operate like that in the world where you know people who they're married to and their kids and where they went to vacation and the new refrigerator they got and the new carpeting and look, we're building a pool. How do you know? Because it's on Facebook. It's just terrifyingly, frighteningly scary <laughs> for a triple redundancy. Um, <clears throat> I know I have a point here in a second. Sean Doolittle, who pitched for the A's, he had a girlfriend named Erin, uh, and she um, was very outspoken that she had two moms. And so a lot of people embraced her being raised by two women, and then... Um, I remember Susan Slusser befriended her and would write about her all the time. And it got to the point where Aaron, uh, this is before she got married. It's Sean's wife now. But Aaron actually did color commentary with Glenn Kuyper on TV. And I kept thinking, this is, this is getting out of control. 
you know. But what it was was it was a TV station. Look what we're doing. We're we're so diverse and and I was like, okay, I mean, I don't care. It's just you wouldn't want to take someone in broadcasting and like, well, if she's a natural and she's amazing, then throw her on the air. But it's just the the weird fame from having a famous spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, <clears throat> whatever. And I bring that up because Matthew Stafford's wife has a podcast. It's called The Morning After with Kelly Stafford. And a lot of people probably think it's cool. Like, we never hear from NFL players' wives. We should have a wife do a podcast. And I'm not saying that she shouldn't have it or she should have it. If she's entertaining and people want it, that's the bottom line. They'll put TikTok people as headliners at comedy clubs now if they can sell tickets. But the Rams just selected 14 people in the NFL draft, and since they won the Super Bowl two years ago, there are only two starting uh, defenders on that team, Aaron Donald and Ernest Jones. And so his wife, Kelly, on her podcast was talking about how Matt Stafford can't relate with the young guys. She said, quote, it's kind of crazy. So Matthew's been in the league a long time. He's like the difference in the locker room has changed so significantly. They have a lot of rookies on the team. They're young. They're very young. And he's like, I can't connect. By the way, Stafford is 35 years old. And she, he wanted an actual Facebook What does that mean? She said, they say sir to him and S. He's like, no, we're on the same level here. We're both playing in the league. Let me get to know you. He said, it's so different and so hard to get to know these guys. He had a book printed out. He had the equipment guy get a book printed of all the faces and all the names because he's like, I need to know their names. I need, we need to talk. So I'm going to find their names and I'm going to say, hey, so-and-so, how was your weekend? So... They know, I know them, and maybe we should get to know each other so there's chemistry on the field. It's funny, Stafford was a rookie in 2009, which doesn't seem that long ago. But his wife continues on her podcast. She said, but I think nowadays it's really hard to develop that because all these kids are young and they don't care. And it's not like they don't care, but they're just so used to going straight to their phones instead of having some fun with the guys in the locker room. It's different. It's kind of sad. I think Matthew feels it the most because he's so old (laughs) and like a leader on the team. But he's like, I don't know how to lead people I have no connection with. I have to find somehow and find a way to to connect with him. So, yeah, Kelly, of course, was uh, and uh, Matthew were forever with Detroit. And then they have four daughters and they moved to L.A. And she concludes, in the old days, you'd come out of practice, you'd shower, and people would be playing cards, interacting. But you know what they're doing? They're not doing anything together. You know, they used to play ping pong, have a tournament going on. They'd at least be talking. But now they get out of practice and meetings and during training camp, and they go straight to their phones, and no one looks up from their phones. Matthew's like, I don't know. Am I the dad? Do I take their phones? What do I do here? And he's like, I want them to not see me as a coach. All right. Well, listen, Stetson Bennett out of Georgia, the young uh, rookie, 
he says, uh, and of course, both Georgia Bulldogs, they asked Stetson Bennett about Stafford, and he said he is the coolest guy ever. And uh, that's that's nice to see, right? <laughs> the young guy calling you that. Um, <clears throat> I just wonder what the carte blanche is, and I'm sure Matt Stafford doesn't care, but, you know, the the thing that, that struck me when I read this is that what stays in the locker room, you know, stays in the locker room. And so she didn't say anything like, oh, this guy, is, you know, is a giant cheater or this guy is, you know, a drug dealer. She didn't, she didn't say anything like that. But it just, I'm sure a lot of guys, their antennas went up and they were like, what is she saying? <laughs> Can you make sure? I remember um, when uh, Brandon McCarthy uh, took his uh, wife on the road and they were like, what are you doing? You don't bring your girlfriend and your wife on the road. And he was like, well, she wanted to come. That was the story. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. 
Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. All right, a couple minutes left. Go Tottenham at Craven College. Um, the mayor of Oakland, she, uh, you know, she's the one that printed up all these. She went to the draft in Seattle and gave Rod Manfred you know, the facts on the Howard Terminal and the money that's been spent, and she bound it up, and she said, please give it to all the other teams, and he's like, yeah, sounds good. And he probably threw them all in the trash. Well, the other day, um, there was some sort of proposal that, you know, Oakland would uh, acquiesce uh, and let the A's um, out of their uh, lease if the MLB would promise to keep the name uh, and colors for Oakland for an expansion team, which is one of the most ludicrous, horrible things I've ever heard as an A's fan. That would mean my team would go away forever. That would mean I'd have no more baseball team. There'd be no more A's hat. There, there's, there's no expansion team coming to Oakland. Everybody's getting out. The, the crime has never been worse. Um, all the sports teams have left. I'm not saying the city is doomed, like my grandmother told me when I bought a house there and she was from there. She said, oh, honey, don't you know Oakland is doomed? That was kind of messed up. But anybody who thinks that the that MLB is going to expand to Oakland in a market where there's already a team when there's Nashville and, and Montreal and Portland and all these other places. Uh, keeping the A's name means that the A's will go away forever. And uh, I don't want that. So please don't try and keep the name. That's really stupid. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.